Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is Josh, and I'm your Push Coach. Thank you so much for joining me for season three of my podcast, where my mission is to help coaches, leaders, and entrepreneurs to find purpose and passion in their work while turning it into a six and even seven figure coaching business. But before we dive into today's episode, let me just share a little bit about me. After making only two sales in my entire first year of business, I've gone on to create a multi-million dollar coaching business, helping people just like you to find confidence, clarity, and become leaders that change the world. On this show, you're gonna get tools and resources that are gonna help you to make success easier than you ever thought possible. We're gonna help you reprogram your beliefs and mindset for success and create a program that gives your clients massive results. Also, I would love to give you a free copy of my brand new book, The Best Version of You. Head over to joshcoats.com to grab a copy and learn the exact strategies that I have used to build a multi-million dollar coaching business. I'm so excited to have you here today. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome back, my friends. My name is Josh. I am your push coach. Excited to hang out with you guys today. I've got some exciting stuff in the works. I know that many of you know um, I launched my own life coach certification last year. Um, we graduated, I think, around 40 people, right around 40 people in the first class. Then we did a second class beginning of this year where we did another 40 people. And we've got another fresh round coming up at the end of September slash beginning of October. If you're listening to this live and it's still the year 2022, if not, well, I don't know when the next launch is, but it's coming soon. Um, and I'm really, really, really pumped about it. We've got a two-day event um, coming up where I'm going to be doing some hands-on training to let people actually get in, learn a few coaching tools, and start practicing coaching to find out if it's something that they actually love, and then we'll be sharing all the info and details. So if that's something you're interested in, make sure and go to joshcoats.com. On the homepage, you'll see an option um, to get more information about our life coach certification. I believe it's also just joshcoats.com slash, here, let me double check real quick. I believe it's joshcoats.com slash PCC. It is called the Push Coach Certification School. Let's double check here. Oh, it's just joshcoats.com slash life coach. Even easier. Joshcoats.com slash life coach. Um, you'll see some videos on there from some people that have graduated as well as some pictures from our graduation. Learn some more info about it. And anyone that gets opted into that, we will make sure and send you all the information you need to join us for our two-day event. So today I want to chat with you about this. Why is it so hard to help people. And I want to come at this from like a couple different perspectives, because as we know, we can't really help people um, until we sell them. Right. So so the first step that it takes to help someone is to get them to purchase from us, is to get them to actually become a client, um, regardless of what kind of a product or program that you're selling. But then there's this second thing that I don't usually talk about quite as much um, on this program, but there's the gap between someone who actually becomes a client and the results that we actually want to get them. And so today I kind of want to chat with you about, um, I know I've talked on this program before about the belief bridge. This is something that I've created over time that is really just 
it shows you the customer's journey of where they are versus where we are and the gap that has been created over the process of our transformation. So, you know, I joined the John Maxwell team many years ago, and what I wanted to become was, you know, a, a powerful leader. I wanted to become a person of influence. But John Maxwell was like a thousand steps ahead of that. And I want you to imagine if John Maxwell would have called his certification become a million dollar speaker. Now, honestly, that's a that's a pretty killer name. I, I might use that one of these days. But the reality is I wasn't at a point where I was ready to be a million dollar speaker. I just wanted to figure out how to like make a living at all off of this thing. So there's got to be this connection point to the desires that I currently have that help me to take my next step. Now, one of the reasons this is so hard for people is because most people don't actually think about the psychology of where the person is that they're talking to. We tend to think from where we are instead of where the person is that we're talking to. Perfect example of that is the way we talk to our kids, you know, trying to get them to eat their vegetables. We would tell them, oh, you could grow more, you could be healthier, you could be all these things that the kid doesn't really care about in that moment. Um, I love to use the analogy where literally you could say, hey, kids, you want to get some ice cream tonight? And they're like, yeah, I'd love to get some ice cream tonight. Cool. Let's talk about where we're going to go. We're going to go get some frozen custard. We're going to get some gelato. What's that going to look like? Um, I don't know. Frozen custard sounds awesome. Okay, great. Then let's just finish our plates. And as long as everybody finishes our plates, we can get frozen custard. And in this situation, I didn't try to sell them a new value, which is eating their vegetables. I just took the value they already have, which is ice cream, and I use it as an anchor to get them to do the thing they needed to do. Now, obviously, at some point, we need to educate kids about vegetables and, and eating healthier and things like that. But I love to use this analogy because it is the perfect it is the perfect example of what we often do, both with sales, but also with our clients that we're trying to get results to. Instead of being smart enough to meet them where they're at and talk to them about the things they care about, we usually try to get people to actually buy into new values. And here's the crazy thing about whether it's sales or leadership. Getting someone to take on a new value takes a lot of time. Now, if someone spends week after week after week with you, we can eventually get them to adopt a new value. But really, the smarter way to do, whether we're talking sales or leadership, the smartest way to help someone and the quickest and fastest way to help someone is instead to learn a new communication style that helps us to meet them where they're at and take action based on the things that they're currently wanting. And this is how I do sales. This is how I create my workshops, my emails, even my podcasts. Um, this is what I do in my programs. And just to give you a perfect example, um, today I taught inside my 626 program how to create their own version of my webinars. Now, I could have got on and said, hey, I'm going to teach you how to create um, a webinar. That's what I do. So that's what you should do. That's, and, and that's how a lot of leaders do it. This is what I should do. So this is what you should do. But instead, I opened the call by saying, how many of you have purchased a program from me or someone else because of some type of webinar or workshop? Everyone raised their hand. I said, how many of you have bought at least two programs because of a webinar or workshop? Everyone raised their hand and said, how about three? 
four. And lots of people raised their hands to like five plus things. And I said, now, let me ask you this. How many of those workshops sold you into doing something other than the structure that they used to sell you? In other words, how many times did you allow a sales psychology presentation to get you to purchase mindset or leadership or branding or communication? In other words, how many times did sales psychology convince you that you needed to learn something other than the sales mechanism that was actually selling you? I said, that's why it's so important for you to learn this sales mechanism because everyone in the world that's having a lot of success is using it to sell you things, but they're not actually teaching you the way they sold you. And that's what my 626 program is all about, is it's about teaching you the actual process that other people are using to sell you into things. But you were in student mode and forgot to think about how they were selling you. You were just thinking about what they were selling you. And so this is something that is, is really important to learn, but I actually learned it not really from sales and marketing. I learned it from my life coach certification. And the way that this happened was me just doing a ton of consultations, doing a ton of one-on-one -on -one calls. It gave me a place to listen to what people were saying. It gave me a place to hear what people really meant when they said a certain thing. So a part of the process of life coaching is just asking continual questions just out of curiosity to help people get down to the bottom of something. What was really cool about that is when someone told me they were struggling with motivation, I followed that with one of my favorite questions, which is, could you tell me more about that? And eventually, if someone spews out enough, they will actually end up telling me the real problem instead of the limiting belief or the excuse that they are using to cover up the problem. So this is something that we teach our life coaches is when you ask someone what they're struggling with or, or what it is that they're going through, the first thing that comes out of their mouth is not what they're really struggling with. It's just the story they've made up about what they're struggling with. And this is really important to know whether you're in sales where you need to know what they're actual objection is, not their fake objection, or if you're trying to help a client where you really do want to help them, but as long as we're working with false data, there's nothing we can do to actually help them. Perfect example, someone says, I'm just really struggling with motivation. Uh, I say, okay, can you tell me more about that? They say, well, kids just started school, so my morning schedule... Um, is just completely off, you know, by the time I get the kids to school, get home, get started on my business, it's three hours later than what it would normally be. Then I'm fixing lunch and got errands to run. And before you know it, the day is gone and I haven't even worked my business. And I say, so you're saying you have a motivation problem, but it sounds like the shift in your schedule has actually created a schedule problem. And they say, yeah, I guess so. And so here's what's crazy. I could have given them 32 ways to fix their motivation, but if I wouldn't have fixed or helped them to understand that they had a scheduling problem, it wouldn't have mattered. We would have been solving the wrong problem. They would have continued to have a messed up schedule. They would have continued to struggle with motivation, and I would have felt like a failure as a leader. 
And this is what I see so many leaders doing is that instead of knowing how to get down to the core issue, the, the root of the problem, they're just addressing the first thing that comes up with all this feel, felt, found stuff. Well, I feel, I felt, and I found, and it, and that's that's probably one of the worst teachings I've ever heard in my life. And I know it's like really popular, so I really like to bring this up. And I just want to give you an example to help you understand why that doesn't work. I had a son who went through three open heart surgeries. And people would come visit us at the hospital, and they would do this to us all the time. They'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry that you're going through this, you know. My son was in the hospital one time for a few days because he had, you know, pneumonia or he was in the hospital because and they would always try really hard to, like, make it sound like they related. But first of all, my son is in the hospital. I don't need someone to tell me that their life has been as hard as mine. I need someone to just give me a hug and tell me that they've got my back. Second of all, when your kid has gone through an open heart surgery and has spent six weeks in the hospital and someone is trying to relate to you with the two days they spent in the hospital, it makes you be like, what are you even talking about? You have no clue what I'm going through. And so this is very important to understand with the psychology of how we work as humans. When we are in pain, we don't actually want everyone else to tell us about their pain. We want people to focus on our pain. We want people to make us feel heard. We want people to make us feel like they understand and they, we actually want them to validate our pain. So one of the biggest mistakes that leaders constantly make when they're trying to help their clients or their team or whoever it is, is this feel felt found. And what it does is it actually makes the other person feel completely unheard. And it actually kind of makes it sound like you don't care at all. It doesn't give the person the validation that they actually need, first of all. And then second of all, because you didn't ask any further questions, you didn't find the real problem. You never answered the real problem. You answered this other problem that isn't really a problem at all. And then no one gets helped. And then you get frustrated. You feel like, well, I've done everything. I've done everything to help this person and nothing has ever worked. And sometimes you are going to do everything in the world and it's not going to work because some people don't want the help. But it's very important to at least know the right way to help them. And the right way to help them, regardless of whether it's sales or leadership, is to know how to ask powerful questions and to know how to use what I learned through life coaching to get down to the bottom of it so that one, people feel heard, and two, we can finally solve the right problem. That right there is why I'm so passionate about life coaching. And that's one of the reasons I decided to launch my own certification last year is because I realized more and more people need to learn this thing. It is the thing that gave me the confidence to be able to help other people. When I was still working a full-time job, I was signing life coaching clients that were making multi-six figures because when I got on the phone with them, the questions that I knew how to ask helped solve their problems every single time. So I want you to imagine someone making $40,000 a year detailing cars getting on the phone with someone who makes $300,000 a year and coaching them enough that the other person on the other line says, oh my God, I need to talk to you once a week. So that's the other thing that I love about life coaching is that I call it the universal leadership tool. And the reason I call it that 
is because it can take a normal person and turn you into the person that can help anybody in any industry with any problem so quickly. I mean, so quickly. With anything else, like if you think about it, um, you kind of have to go get your own success, go get your own results, and then share advice about what worked for you, and that's why people trust you. And that makes sense. That's, that's technically a consultant, not a coach. When you're sharing your own advice and opinions based on things that already worked for you, that's technically called consulting. Coaching is actually when you use powerful questions to help people with things you don't necessarily have to know about because you're not trying to tell them what to do. You're coaching them through finding the best way for them. It's such a powerful thing. And the reality is it's the only reason I have a career. It taught me everything that I know. In all of those sessions that I did with people, I always tell people it's it's kind of not even fair because I was really getting paid to help people. But while I'm helping them, I'm also asking powerful questions and listening to the solutions they come up with. So every time I coached someone through solving one of their problems, I got to go, that's actually a really good idea. And I think I'm going to also do that for myself. So I was just growing exponentially as I was coaching people. So the takeaway from today is this. You're never going to make someone want to change by telling them that you've gone through something just as hard. That, like that just needs to like, that just needs to stop like ASAP. But second of all, get better at asking questions. Make people feel heard. Make people feel understood. Make people feel like you really care. And you can't possibly really care if you constantly bring the conversation back to you and what you have gone through. So you need to give place for empathy. You need to give place for questions and listening so that you can get down to the bottom of the problem. I hope that helps you today. And if you are interested in becoming a certified life coach, you can go to joshcoats.com slash life coach. If you can't find that, it's just joshcoats.com. If you scroll down, there's a place where you can get more information and we will send you a free ticket to our two-day virtual event that's September 30th and October 1st. We've got some people um, from my 626 program coming to hang out with me in person. We're actually going to use that as like a live coaching experience for people in my program, as well as people who are interested in becoming a certified life coach. So would love to have you join us virtually. Um, it's going to be so powerful, so amazing. We'll get to actually learn how to coach. We're going to do breakaway or breakout Zoom rooms. We're going to get to practice coaching people based on some tools and techniques that we're going to teach you. And if you love it and want to join the program, awesome. We'll give you all the details during that event. If you don't want to join the program, that's okay too. You're going to learn some really powerful coaching techniques. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I hope you have an amazing day and I will chat with all of you very soon. Bye friends. Thanks so much for tuning in today to Your Push Coach. I hope you enjoyed so much of this deep dive into the tips and strategies you can use to build your coaching business. If you want to hear more episodes just like this, please make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get notified when a new episode releases every week. Also, make sure and tag me over on your stories wherever you're listening to the show so that I can share them over to my stories. Remember, you are worthy of everything you want in life. You are capable of everything you want in life. You have infinite creativity and wisdom and life 
and love living on the inside of you. So go be a light today in the people you serve. I will see you next time.